Welcome to the Exponential Potential Podcast with your hosts, Claire Oatway and Jennifer Evans, with expert guests sharing inspiring and uplifting stories, groundbreaking, rule-shaking ideas, fresh perspective, powerful top tips and tools on an array of topics designed to help you thrive in all areas of life. Hello everybody and welcome, 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 welcome to the latest edition of Exponential Potential and uh, it's, yeah, this is like one of my favourite sessions that we do where we interview and have a conversation with my glamorous (laughs) (laughs) co-host. Yeah, put a bit of face on, put a bit of glow on, make me feel good. (laughs) (laughs) My glamorous co-host. Jen Evans, who's with us today. Um, hey, Jen. Hi, Claire. <laughs> Lovely <laughs> to see you. We haven't seen each other for a, a, a ten days or so. It's you know, feel oh. like my love right. Feel like my arm's being chopped off. Well, you've you've been on Holly Bob's and everything like that. So mm. yeah, mm. sunnier places to be. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, but listen, we we had a hell we've had a hell of a time and and kind of is yeah I've had some great interviews you've had some great interviews with mm-hmm. me and we're we're launching into a new topic um, which I can't wait to tap into your expertise in and yeah so this month we're looking at sabotage and mm-hmm. self sabotage yes we all do it um, and today we are really focusing on sabotaging our happiness mm. um but it's interesting because when we you know who wants to sabotage happiness who wants not to be happy yeah but there's so many things that we do that we're we're not aware of we're not conscious of that really create unease and unhappiness and that take away from that happiness so we, we yeah we're going to dive in today about what that looks like and how we can stop doing that and create more joy and happiness in our lives. <laughs> and um, yeah, when we, when we plan through the topics, we can we look at the areas that we think that kind of our listeners are going to benefit from most. And and yeah. with the work that you do with so many women um, internationally, there must you know kind of imagine there are a lot of patterns that come through that you see particularly around this area of sabotage so so guys you're in for an absolute treat (laughs) yes yeah I think I think the first step is sort of really noticing and becoming aware of our behaviors of what creates sabotage Um, so sabotage is you know it's when we do something we want to be somewhere so for example we want to be happy but we do things mostly subconsciously, you know, unconsciously to stop that from happening. So there are things in our way. There are beliefs and thoughts and feelings, how we feel about ourselves that get in the way of what we want to achieve. And that's what creates the sabotage. I had a really good conversation with Tony Wang um, about that in our first episode that's um our first episode of sabotage so I highly recommend you tap into that as well 
Um, so some of the things, and, and Claire, you know, if you think about some of the things that you see um, or you do even, that you know you're sabotaging yourself because you're very aware. Um, maybe in the past when you weren't so aware, what were some of the things that you did? So I think in some areas you... It's, it's, well, it's really hard to kind of disconnect the sabotage and the fears. So I know, mm. for example, um, very often I would sabotage success by pushing harder. Yes. Go, I'm not there, I'm not there, I'm not there, I'm not there, I'm not there. So I need to be there, I need to be there, I need to be there. Yeah. And when you do that, it creates like a completely different energy around you. It's a bit more of a desperation. And it's not intended as that, but it's it kind of, it does, it stems from a fear that it will all go away, that you're not worthy of the success or that you haven't worked hard enough or it's just down to luck. And, um, and so sometimes kind of driving harder to achieve success is definitely one of them because you're just like, you get there. Um, yeah, I would. Yeah, I would definitely. That's 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 one that's high up there when we're pushing and we're, we're, we're holding on to an outcome really tightly. Mm. which is linked into our expectations we expect to be somewhere we want to be there and there's an impatience about that and impatience can be good if, you know we can create momentum with impatience but when we're pushing and we're holding on to that outcome really really tightly we're not leaving any room for the magic to happen we you know we're create, creating stress when we do that and and stress is a form of self-sabotage and the fear and the worry um yeah, worrying about what other people think, the judgments we put on ourselves and the judgments we think people have around us. That's a really big one. You were going to add something else as well there, Claire. I was going to add around relationships and sometimes mm. looking at relationships and, you know, as, as a mum and as a wife, I know that uh, kind of to try to keep a balance I'm like checking in how's that going how's that going how's that going and like even this morning my boys said mum you're so annoying just back off everything's all right I get so pissed off with you and it's like and it and actually I think sometimes when you've got a strong desire for your own happiness and the happiness of people around you 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 worry and then you fret and then you check and then you like adjust and then you, you kind of yeah you try yeah to just right you you wanting to keep the environment the home environment happy or um and that I see that in the and I'm sure I'd be the same because I'm told by my my brothers that I'm bossy <laughs> probably was a bit more bossy than I used to be but um you know I can be a bit bossy I'm <laughs> And I certainly in my younger days in partnerships, I was certainly controlling in the way of I wanted things done a certain way and in a certain time. Um, and that's linked to expectations as well. And it's, you know, wanting to make sure everything is OK. Mm. And, and I see my friends with children um, do it with their partners and their children trying to control everything, feeling like um, that you're sort of managing everybody you feel like you have to manage everybody and I'm sure there's a lot of listeners right now that 
even if you don't have children, still feel like they have to manage everybody, they have to manage their family, they have to manage their friends. Yeah. Um, that that's um, that's a big one. But it, it's kind of let them do them. Uh, you know, you do you, let them do them. And a client of mine in the past was really focused on other people's happiness. So whenever she created an event, you know, whether it's a birthday, a barbecue, a celebration for somebody, um, she felt responsible for everybody's happiness. So she would bend over backwards and get herself so stressed before the event happened. And it would just become this massive thing. And of course, she couldn't enjoy any of it. She would usually have a meltdown and probably have an argument with her partner. Or get annoyed with somebody or irritable and frustrated and angry. And she would not enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. That's changed. <laughs> you know, she realizes actually that, you know, we are all responsible. I feel like I'm shouting. We are all responsible. We're all re we're all responsible for our own happiness. And yes, you can add to somebody's happiness, and yes, you can take away from somebody's happiness. But everybody is responsible for their own happiness. We can't make somebody else happy. We can create a, an environment for that. So yes, I think trying to make everybody happy and people pleasing is a big part of that. Is actually mm. sabotages our own personal happiness. Oh, and ironically, sabotage is the happiness of everybody around you here in that example that you gave. Yeah. I think probably the other area that I've, I've seen in myself and other people is around either diets or saving and kind of you spend so long, like in a particular pattern, you go, yeah, yeah well, I've been really good now. So I'm going to have like, <laughs> like yesterday, it's like, I'm going to have an entire family pack of skittles and just munch them through and then just like not really like myself very much after is like oh why did I do that <laughs> so I think kind of in some ways it's you know it's a it's a okay you're on you're on the study and then you kind of fall off again and then it's like oh why yeah and I think diet I mean diet's a whole other conversation that I could spend a long time on but I'm just you know my um, my mum, she is 85 and she has dieted her whole life. And she's still now, you know, she has made lifestyle changes, but she still uses the word diet in her vocabulary. Um, and, you know, she, she does sort of, um, I've, I've lost the word now, but she she doesn't eat things that she would really like to eat. So, and she's 85. And yes, there's some, you know, there's a bit of exercise that's needed and things like that. But she's 85 and she's still so food focused around diet. She enjoys her food as well. But before, you know, I mean, she did some crazy, crazy diets when she was, you know, when I was growing up. Yeah. And that totally sabotaged her her well-being, her happiness, her her energy levels, so you know, she was so focused on that. So yes, that's a really that's a really good one. So why do we do it? Why, you know, kind of what's what's at the roots of sabotage? 
Well, well there's several things. Uh, so we create these patterns and behaviors that come from, ultimately come from a belief of a personal previous experience. So it's based on previous experiences, whether that's growing up, whether that's with previous partners, and whether that's at work, at school. And we have, you know, our, our brain creates thoughts. And those thoughts, if we create, if we think them enough, be, become a belief. And then that belief becomes an, a behavior and a pattern. And those beliefs and thoughts are usually, are usually negative around ourselves. Um, they're around not feeling good enough, not feeling loved enough, not feeling worthy enough. So these behaviors and patterns are either to prove ourselves and, and want acceptance or they're keeping us safe and protected. You know, we want to keep ourselves safe and protected, but when you look at, and, and relationships is a big one for that, uh, I think, because it's such a big part of our lives and happiness, you know, when we're happy in a relationship, it makes such a big difference to our, to our world. Um, but you look at, if you look at all those, and I'm not sure if it's, I think it's men more so than women. If they've had their heart, I know I certainly came across a lot of men in this, in this realm. Self-esteem is another one, low self-esteem. Um, but, you know, a lot of men are un uh, unavailable emotionally. So they, because they've shut themselves down because they don't want to get hurt again. So they've been hurt once, their heart's been broken. And when it happens for women too, but my feeling is what I, my, my own personal experience, it seems to happen more in men. Um, women behave a different way, but they shut down their emotions and their feelings. And then they find, you know, they build up this big wall to protect mm -hmm. themselves, but they're sabotaging their own, they're, they're sabotaging to really feel and be open to receiving a loving, connected relationship. So then they 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 appear like assholes, mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah. most but most of those are because they have been hurt in the past. Yeah, and yeah, that kind of hurt, and that if I don't get excited, I won't be disappointed. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. And women sort of their protection. I mean, you look at women the way a lot of women behave in a relationship. There's a lot of expectations there because they feel like they need to. They need to feel loved. So I had another client that expected her, you know, her partner never bought her flowers and she had all these expectations. I want my partner to do this. I want my partner to do that. I want them, you know, I want him to buy me flowers. I want him to take me off for a romantic weekend or be spontaneous and um, take me out for a romantic meal, take me out for a nice romantic walk. I mean, who does that? <laughs> Not some men do, mm -hmm. you know, but a lot of men, oh, come on, darling, let's go for a nice romantic walk. <laughs> I don't know many men that do that. Um, and in my relationship, it's usually me that does the suggestions, let's do this, let's do that. And before, I would get really mad about it and really angry. Mm -hmm. So when somebody's not living up to your expectation, you get angry, you get frustrated, you feel that you're not loved. Mm. So then that causes issues in the relationship um with my client she she realized the expectations that she was having and she also realized well that doesn't mean that he loves me any less just because he doesn't buy me flowers it's lovely to receive flowers but it doesn't mean to say that they don't love you 
and and the whole thing well I you know expecting messages back within a certain amount of time from your partner whether it's male or female maybe they're busy mm. you know maybe they're or maybe they're busy maybe they've got a lot on their plate right now and it it's making it about you so when we make it about ourselves like we make other people wrong we're making it about ourselves so they don't love me because they're not doing this 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 and this so we're sabotaging our happiness there um and another really big one especially in relationships and that's not just love relationship mm -hmm. love relationships it's in family that's at work um is being right <laughs> the the amount yeah, of importance that we put on being right um which also links into being heard and that is also part of um needing to prove ourselves not feeling worthy not feeling good enough when we feel like we need to prove something when we need to prove that we're right it's because we don't feel good enough we don't feel valued so that yeah that's um and and so so that's and the, the protection and the safety are the biggest things i think it are the reasons why we self sabotage you know we have a belief that we're not good enough so therefore we're either not going to try or we're going to try too hard. Mm. So, so kind of, in, how it feels like it's a very human thing. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, our, our brain, we have a, a large piece of our brain that is so focused on our safety, you yeah. know, the, fla the, the, the flight response, fight or fight. Uh, flight or fight I think I said fight or fight then flight or fight response so our brain is wired to keep ourselves safe mm. but one of the questions is well what if you didn't need to mm. what if you didn't need to continue protecting yourself unless it's in a life or death situation which it rarely rarely is what if you didn't need to continue protecting yourself and feeling safe what would your life look like then? What would you do? And I think that's a, a really powerful question to ask ourselves. What are we actually protecting ourselves from? And because we're protecting ourselves, what are we stopping? What are we not allowing in? Mm. What are we missing out on? That's so tricky in relationships, isn't it? And particularly mm. long-term relationships, because you think, oh, you worry that it's like an all or nothing and <laughs> for sure mm. so what do you you know what do you shift that's so um so go back to the cake example then kind of you know what's what happens if we if we stop the sabotage what happens if we break the cycle i just got to breathe because when you feel that, when you think about what happens when we stop self-sabotage, what happens when what happens when I stop people pleasing, when I stop worrying about what other people think, if I stop pushing, try striving for perfection, when I let go of control, and that is such a scary thing for people to let go of control. But what would really happen? What would you allow in? And for me, that just feels like such a sense of freedom when we no longer self-sabotage, when we no longer care 
what other people think about us, I think is the biggest, one of the biggest things that you can do in terms of transformation is stop caring about what other people think of you. And I don't mean that from a point of, I'm going to be really, I'm, you know, I'm going to lack integrity, have no transparency. Um, I'm going to be mean. You know, it's, it's more not caring what other people think about what you're doing and bringing back the focus on, not the focus on, it's how other people behave is about me because it's not, it's about them. When you truly stop worrying about other people's judgment and let go of that judgment, it just is such a massive sense of freedom and it, it gives you the courage to step into flow and ease and you become aligned with what you want everything the possibilities just start showing themselves clearly and obviously um and you create more joy you create more flow as i said ease and flow you create fulfillment and that's where you truly can thrive and flourish when you're in that zone of i don't care what other people think you know i'm going to step out i'm going to be vulnerable, I'm going to be courageous and bold, and I'm going to take action towards the joy and fulfillment that I want to create in my life. And nobody else, you know, whatever anybody else thinks, it does not matter. Mm. Yeah, it, it, it is such a beautiful place to be in. Mm. So how do we do it? <laughs> So how do we do it? How what's, do we what's do the magic it? Pill? What's the magic pill? Well, there's a there's a lot of work or play involved in coming from a place of love, especially love and worthiness for yourself. So when you start to really tune in and tap into your self-love and who you truly are, and I'll explain a bit more about what that means, who um you start caring less about what other people think. And to do that is self-care is understanding that you are not what you think you were, that you are born a being of love and light and compassion and kindness, um, and that you are here on this journey to come from a place of curiosity and to play and to have adventure. So when you look at something from a place of play and adventure and curiosity. And I know curiosity is one of your favorite things to do as well, Claire. Um, when you come from that place, the fear diminishes. When you look at the bigger picture of what can you create by letting go of all that self-sabotage, when you're looking at the big picture and may, not making it about you, it makes things really e so much easier to stop that, to stop that sabotaging behavior. Um, the first step and the, is actually to become aware, is to really notice how your behaviors and the patterns that you create in your life, where they, you know, how they're affecting your life now and what you can do about it. Yeah. And, and one of the questions I always ask clients is, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, that's a really big thing. Do you want to be, do you want to achieve um, happiness and joy and fulfillment? Or do you want to be stuck in your patterns? So it is a choice point. And it takes practice. You know, the ego is a really quite a well-practiced sounding in your ear about what you shouldn't, shouldn't do because it was trying to keep you safe. 
But when you make the choice, when you become aware and you make that choice and you make the outcome, holding that outcome loosely, more important, and you come from a place of curiosity and adventure, and you have no interest in creating discord and unease and discomfort, that's when you can, you know, that helps you stop in the self-sabotage. And I, I talk about discomfort, but it is, it is uncomfortable letting go of those old patterns, being vulnerable, being courageous. It, it does get uncomfortable, but it's a short, short time of, of that kind of discomfort. And then you, then you see the, the impact and the positive impact and the joy that that brings and the happiness that that brings. Yeah, um, what I'm reflecting on is that for many people in terms of um, transformation, big or small, it feels a lot, you know, to, to dig deep and to face your fears and to kind of really examine your beliefs and your purpose. But what we're talking about here is, is something that's kind of at that behavior level, at that mm. quite tactical level and quite short term, isn't it? It's not necessarily... Um, you know this all-encompassing journey these are these are small shifts that anybody can make yeah that's true because you you can make shifts in a second mm -hmm. um and you don't it doesn't have to be painful it doesn't have to be dredging up the past as you say it doesn't have to be dredging up past trauma or anything like that it's it's that awareness of okay so one of the things I do is I want to be right all the time yeah how about I make a choice and stop doing that? How about I just choose happiness? How about I don't make it important anymore and I just let it go? Because it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. And that's a, that's, that's a really simple thing to do. And a lot when I ask that question, a lot of people say both. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, you can't have both. So what do you prefer? Because you can't, you, you know, you, you can't prove that you're right and be happy because that proving you're right brings you frustration and anger and up, upset with you and whoever you're trying to prove you're right with. Mm. There's some, and I'm brought back to what you were mentioning about play and curiosity, because you can kind of like, what if, you know, what if I don't? Uh -huh. yeah. Just for mm. 24 hours, what if I don't? Mm. Mm. Okay, what happens then? Let's see. Let's just experiment. And yes. if it fails, it fails. <laughs> but yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah, I love that. It's making it really small and yeah. easy. Yeah. What if, what if I just try this? What if I think about this as a bit of an adventure? Mm. Whatever this is. Yeah. And um, what if I what if I am curious instead of fearful? And you can and when you break it down like that, particularly around relationships and social interactions you can play different roles with strangers yeah <laughs> you go to your local pharmacy and kind of just be like the happiest person ever and just relax and when someone asks you how you are I go you know what I'm freaking amazing <laughs> mm, yeah yeah and let's see how the interaction goes it's like it's it's the tiniest of gesture and you don't you don't really lose anything Mm. by playing I, I, but you gain a lot mm. yeah it's like shopping isn't it I had a client that would get really 
um, take things personally. So there was a particular checkout person that was always quite grumpy. Mm. And she thought it was because of her. And and we and she did play, she did play a game. We sort of said, well, maybe what if it isn't about you? What if that person pushing you out the way or, you know, what about you don't make about them? What about if you just think, oh, they're just having a bad day? Mm. And you send them a bit of love or you smile at them and you say hello. What if you're a little bit kinder to somebody that's a bit miserable? Yeah, little and you'll see. The shifts and changes. I've always gone into, sh- I've always gone into shops and smiled and said hello, mm-hmm. and the response is always amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, love that. And yeah, for sure. And also, um, I was going to say, and and also, you know, you can apply this to different areas, and I think. You, you hear when you when you have like people talk about manifesting, you hit the driftwood and like the the small changes and and they do really snowball. So exercise yeah. is a really good example. Oh, you get off. How do you how do you kind of get off? Well, I'm going to spend ten minutes at the gym, mm. see how it goes. And then invariably, once you've spent ten minutes, it kind of builds from there. But it's I think it's these behavioural tweaks, these micro. Um, changes that we can make throughout the day which are really em- empowering and easily forgotten yeah yeah and and if you don't like the gym go for a walk yeah. start with it start with a walk or a dance Find, or dance yes yeah. so who, you know dance to some music in your house <laughs> yeah like you say micro changes because there's so much that so many so much stuff is overwhelming at the moment in, in this wonderful beautiful planet that we live in um, I think the taking micro steps and one step at a time is is really key. Mm. Um, and that's something that I'm doing at the moment, even in a crisis. Mm. Well, you know, kind of that's that's a really big one because in in your life, um, you know, and I hope you don't mind sharing with no. your permission to share, but in your life, yeah, you have been faced with crisis where you're gorgeous poppy has been in an accident and yeah I I can't imagine so poppy's your yes so so poppy our lovely crazy dog um we thought she she jumped she jumped off a wall she's got a bit of arthritis in her legs so she jumped off a wall and she's also she hurt she's got both legs where she's not able to walk properly at the moment so we took her to the vet one, her foot was really easy. It was just a nasty grass seed that was causing her pain. We thought it was really bad arthritis because she couldn't put any weight on it. But it was a grass seed that got right in there. And her other leg, she, it's kind of a, it's, it's always been a bit stiff over the, over the last few years. And the vet said it was arthritis. And then she jumped off a wall and we thought she'd pulled a ligament. Mm. Um, we took her to the vet on, we, we, we took her into the vet to check and she had to go in for a minor operation to actually remove this seed because it was so far in, he couldn't get it without a little minor operation, a bit of surgery. And while he was, she was under anaesthetic, and that's always a worry anyway when your dog goes under anaesthetic. But while she was under anaesthetic, he did some really good diagnosis. He took a lot of blood work. He x-rayed her leg. He manipulated her leg and things like that, which she wouldn't let him do without 
anyway, the results are not good. Um, it looks like she has cancer in her back leg, in the bone marrow, and he's found a mass in her stomach, um, which could be fat. Uh, she had a spleen removed two years ago, or one and a half years ago, um, but it also could be cancer, especially that she's got cancer in her bone marrow. So we found that out on Tuesday, two days ago, um, and it's costly. And um, I've also, and as I've shared this before, I've had health issues as well. So I haven't been able to work the, you know, the, 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 I haven't been able to work the amount that I wanted to work. So, and Dom's starting a new business. So there is, you know, money is a little bit as abundant as we are. And we do a lot of manifesting and abundance practices. Um, I had to, I got very practical and I thought, okay, so how are we going to pay for these vet bills? Because we don't have insurance. And I had to get really vulnerable and courageous and make this, make it about Poppy and her and not about my own ego. So I had to get really vulnerable and tell people how it is, you know, that we are, you know, financially, we're not where we want to be. Um, and I am asking for money. So we've set up a GoFund um, for Poppy and I'll, I'll put that in the link. But the, so the initial was, oh, do I do this? Do I actually ask people for money? And I made it about Poppy, not about me. Yeah. I mean, yes, it's helping us to help Poppy, but this is not about me. This is not about my my financial shame, you know, my money shame, because it's still there, especially with family, interestingly mm. enough, and in my business, because, you know, I'm supposed to be this successful business owner um, and I love doing what I do. And I, you know, it, it's there. But because of, you know, situations that have, have occurred, it, it's happened where we are financially have a cash flow hiccup um and admitting that initially was really hard and I'm like it's not important this is not important what's more important what's the bigger picture here and the response I've received and the support that I have received has been incredible and in just two days we've um raised 770 pounds in two days so it's yeah and that has really filled our hearts with love because people do want to help yes and they do want to support in whatever way they can and if they can't support financially because you know it's a bit tricky for most people at the moment financially for a lot of people they want to support you with love with healing with hang on what else what can we do for you what do you need it's just been absolutely amazing. And I think one of the things that we do sabotage ourselves big time is not asking for help. Mm. And when you've got that, you know, people want to help, they want to support, they want to encourage you. And it's just been amazing. It really has been, yeah, you know, it's been emotional um, with Poppy. Um, we were able to take her for a little walk yesterday. She's got some really strong painkillers. Um, but there's some decisions that we need to make. There's some more investigation that needs to be done. Some, you know, she needs to go under again for biopsy. And 
if we decide to go that route, you know, there's a lot of decisions that we need to make. So it's, it's really tough. Um, and then the support, as I say, the support has been amazing and we've absolutely bowled over with, with appreciation. But it's, um, but it's not, not surprising kind of somebody as enlightened and empowering as you kind of facing this um like shame or fear or or yeah kind of in, in my case stubbornness stubbornness it's stubborn yeah <laughs> that's another good sub that's massive actually then, from a sabotaging yeah, point of view stubborn. Yeah. and and it just it just stops you from opening up to mm -hmm. what the universe wants to give you and show you because you're like mm. no, I can control it it's like just take yourself out of that picture and then let mm. see see what comes yeah it's just be, yeah be open to receiving yeah 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 it's, it has been a it's been a real journey uh and in it's only you know the last three days and then what we've what we've gained from it is is just you know amazing really amazing <laughs> so, yeah no and thank you because it's a difficult it's a difficult area to talk about and you know again kind of uh, again you know starting the gofundme showed a, a level of vulnerability bringing mm. opening conversation in in a way that you have again is mm. just mm. okay I'm, I can do this. I'm comfortable. Mm. And, and doing that and being vulnerable and courageous and it has created more ease in, in that journey. We've not, you know, we could have made it into a big drama and crisis. Yeah. It's already a crisis. Don't need to dramatize it. Don't need to, you know, because it's already a crisis. So it's, I, I just, I took a step back from it. I allowed the feelings to, to come out to be released and then I took a step back and I was very practical and like right what needs to be done and micro steps step yeah. by step um yeah and it creates far more ease and you can choose in even in a crisis as upsetting and difficult as it is you can choose to to sabotage that and sabotage yourself and your your stress levels or your or you can choose to create more ease in it so that's sort of all linked within when there is a crisis you don't have to add to it and it's yeah yeah I yeah could have been for another hour talking about forgiveness and stubbornness now <laughs> <laughs> yeah and there's little Enzo who's up star can we see can for those that are yeah, watching he's, YouTube, a, he's up and down he's our little, really he's, our little he's our little mascot and he's a yeah. we all love Enzo <laughs> um so, yes so, you know, for me, kind of the really big takeaways today are kind of it's really quite a human, it's a human response and it, mm -hmm. it doesn't, it's not, doesn't necessarily come from a bad place. No. It, it, but it can block where, where you go next and it can kind of create this false limit to, to mm. where you go. And, uh, you know, this, this sense of self-sabotage is it's a lifelong um element of of who you are mm -hmm. how you show up how you grow mm. 
Yeah, because it's taken a lifetime for us to be where we are now and a lifetime to learn the habits and behaviours that they no longer serve and we no longer need them. Yeah. So stepping into that, becoming aware and making choices and coming from curiosity and taking those micro steps each day. What can I do differently today? Mm. It will open you up to so that you can truly flourish and thrive. I'm really looking forward to this month we're just going to bash through some blocks and and give everybody some real power back mm-hmm. in this situation which is you know which is exactly what we wanted to do mm-hmm. your podcast so yeah. yeah so we need to look out for your interview with Tony Wang yes yeah coming up later so, yeah um actually yeah that's already that's happened I did that. See, we haven't been in touch. It's happened. And um, (laughs) yes, that's the that's the previous episode, I believe. But we've got some other great experts coming through. Um, Yes, we've got different tactics because we all take different approaches. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think my guess. I'm going to ask him why do men close down? (laughs) Yes, love that. (laughs) Love that. Could be able to answer that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we want to hear it from a male perspective, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, Great. So hopefully um, you've gotten as much from this conversation as as I have listening and, you know, yeah, it from you. Um, and so listeners, if you like what you've heard, uh, you know what to do. Like, listen, subscribe, share, promote, buy a T-shirt. <laughs> 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 But you know, we've got we've got so much content that's out there. Um and we cover so many topics. Our aim is to just share our wisdom, our guest wisdom to help you guys to thrive. Mm-hmm. It's a great change. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Claire. Oh, See no. you soon. See you soon. Bye. Bye.